it's like I felt at ease, like stepping into entrepreneurship, like this is where I belong. Like finally something I can control, even though you can't, you can't, right. you can't extend. It's different. It's like you get out what you put in. You're not going to get it out right away though. And if you're okay, understanding that that's just part of the formula, you'll be okay. It's the people who are used to going to work and doing a job and getting a check. Those are the ones that F up because they're expecting their time, their little time that they put in to mean something and, and to be supposed to pay off and like give them a check. And it's like, that's not how entrepreneurship works. Nobody's cutting you a check, girl. You got to still, you got to do that for months before you get that check. Today's episode is Beyond Words. I got to talk with Chelsea Guerrillo. She is not only crushing it in the Shopify space, producing over seven figures in that business. She also now coaches women, moms, how to do the same and build online businesses so that they can have the freedom and flexibility to spend time with their families and get paid well while doing it. Chelsea talks about everything from how she built her business, how she built her business to $100,000 in six months, how she found a coach in order to move more quickly in her business. She also talks about the mindset of money. She also talks about the reality of entrepreneurship from the difference between nine to five mindset versus entrepreneur mindset and how that manifests and presents itself in the entrepreneur space that sometimes we often don't think about. I won't go any further. You do not want to miss this episode. Chelsea just gave all of the gems today. You want to make sure you listen all the way to the end. Enjoy this episode. Let's get into it. Welcome, Chelsea. Thank you for being here on the Touch Up Podcast. I am so excited to get into this conversation with you because I found you, Chelsea, you don't know this, but I found you um, on IG because somebody who is a six-figure coach um, follows you. And I was going through, I was like, she's a six-figure coach. I know she's following amazing people. And so then I saw your profile and I was like, oh my goodness, she is killing it in the game of Shopify expert and I just started to get Shopify on my radar and then the drop shipping and then your seven figure coach and I said oh yes ma'am I want to talk to her so I have with me Chelsea Goriello who is I'll let you I'll let you introduce yourself but I want to make sure I get this right online business coach so you help people to start an online business but you are a not six not six and a half but a seven seven figure coach I'm sure either at or on your way to eight figure coach in the online business coaching space and I am so excited to have you welcome please tell everybody who you are and what you do oh Kanisha thank you for having me that was a beautiful introduction and I'm honored to be here thank you so much for sharing your platform with me um but my name is Chelsea and yes, I help women start. I say women, but I help everyone. I feel bad when I say that because I always get those messages like, but I heard and you said so yes in advance, but I help. I'm so passionate about helping women primarily because I'm still a new mom and I just have the most amazing respect for women and mothers after becoming one um, that I just, I will do anything to help. Okay. And, um, 
So I decided to put what I've learned into different educational programs to help moms, you know, achieve greatness in their lives and in their, you know, their households. Um, And so, yes, I'm a seven figure online business coach and I have amazing students all over the world who are dedicated to starting online businesses with no inventory. So what I focus on is drop shipping primarily in my mentorships. Um, And that's where you're able to sell products without any physical product on hand. So it gives women the ability to be hmm, on the go and just working and making money from literally anywhere in the world. And so it's something I'm very passionate about because as moms, you know, we tend to give up so much because traditionally we just are taught that mothers just stay at home and And it's just like life is amazing when you're willing to kind of push the envelope and try something new. And so I just want to be someone that can help other women explore that a little bit. So you said a couple of things that already have my wheels turning. One, you sound like a new mom. You said you're a new mom. How old are the little ones? I I think I'm going to say new mom for like a really long time because it's still so like, I'm still in awe um but I have a two-year-old and I have a four-year-old and it just happened so quickly you know because they overlap so it's like those first two years it was just like motherhood 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 out of nowhere you know and so it does still feel like so new every day it's just like I can't believe I have too many me's that I'm raising and they're just so beautiful they're everything to me so I go hard every day for them like it's so easy for me to like do it because yeah. I just want to be able to become the, the world, you know? I, I love that. Um, I have all of my close circle of girlfriends are married with children. I'm the only one who's still looking for their special someone and, and maybe children if God said so. But um, when I was when I was in my earlier like college years, people used to always say, oh my gosh, don't have children like the people who had kids and I was like I don't understand why moms are saying that but to hear you say that um I have two of my girlfriends three of my girlfriends four of my girlfriends who absolutely love their kids okay I'll say five but um they love their kids and they sound like you and so they're just like they're fun and we just love to be around them and I appreciate the fact that you truly obviously enjoy your babies and enjoy I do enjoy being a mom however (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> be clear because I don't want anybody to misunderstand this because a lot of pressure uh comes with this topic and I am not going front and act like it would be the same tune if I didn't have the help that I have okay. let's be clear. and I knew I would be that mom and um I knew it would come with a price, literally. And so I was very strategic about when I chose to have kids because uh-uh, like, I was not going to let kids ever make me feel trapped or like resentful or like, oh, I had to give up my life. Like, heck no. But I know that that comes with a big, wow, well, then you have to have a that type of life if you're going to like, you know what I mean? Like it comes with more than just that living the average basic lifestyle. If you want to be able to provide your kids with everything and more, you're going to have to step up a little bit more than the average person that's settling for just one job wow. type of situation. 
So yeah, like I was strategic about when I had kids because I knew that I would want to be someone who could afford help. Um, I've never been too super close to my family like that. Like I am, I was raised with them, all those things, but like, you know, I got to keep my distance kind of thing. Like family is not, you know, so I've lived very far away from family. Most of my adult, all of my adult life. Um, we're kind of like on opposite coast kind of thing. And so it's not convenient or helpful when it comes to the kids, you know what I mean? And so I, um, not that I always knew it would be like that, but I just always knew that I was going to want my own money to be able to afford resources to help me live a balanced life. I didn't want motherhood to just completely take over my life. And it allows me to enjoy being a mom more when I'm not just doing every freaking thing by myself and, just having all the weight on me. So when I want to spend time with them, I'm able to spend that one-on-one -on -one time with them. But I'm very comforted in knowing that I have an online business that I run from home. So I'm around them regardless 24 seven, but now they're able to get that dedicated mom time because I don't have to worry about the cooking, the cleaning, the monotonous things that don't make any money and just take up time. That makes a lot of sense. And you you mentioned the dedicated time. So it's beautiful that you have quality time with your children because, yeah. you know, we can often be in the same house as someone or, and, and not really be spending time with them. You can be sitting on the couch next to him watching television. Yeah. That's not, some consider that spending time, some not, but quality time where you're able to interact is beautiful. When you mentioned dedica dedication, it made me think you had to have that in order to grow your business, but you've had your business for seven years, right? Yeah. And so you had it before your kids, which was your strategic thought of, I need to be at a certain place before I bring in um, the little ones. And so I want to dig into, Chelsea, like how you started your business. How did you find dropshipping? What was going on in your life that you said, I need to do something different? What was the start of this? Oh, yeah. So... Uh... I started my first store in 2016 um, and it was, um, I came about drop shipping in the library actually. And I was in the library because at the time I was dating someone who had just come home from prison and so here we were like really looking for like creative ways to make money, you know? And I'm like, dang, like we're both on cloud nine, brand new relationship. Mind you, I've known this person for many years. We've been very good friends for years before he was ever locked up. And so when he came home, it was just like a natural thing that we would like rekindle as friends and just like, oh my God, you're back home. Like, congratulations. But that kind of just sparked like, oh my God, we should just be together. Like, let's just, we're best friends. Like, I care about you. I'm so happy for you. Like you've changed so much. You've grown this and that. Let's just do life together. I'm single. You're single. Let's just do life. And so that just sent us down a very motivated path of just trying to figure out what we could creatively accomplish together. And we lived in LA at the time. And, you know, it's just very expensive to live in LA. And I was a celebrity makeup artist. And so I was making good money, you know, realistically, I didn't have no kids. It was just me by myself in my little apartment. Like I had everything I needed, you know, I, I wouldn't say I was settling because I didn't really know any better. I just didn't have anything luxury. I lived in Koreatown. If you know LA, you know, Koreatown is nothing to brag about. 
but it's like coming from Atlanta, I didn't know any better. I was actually leaving um, in a, okay, this is a different story, but I was going to say like how I even got to uh, LA in the first place. But um, anyways, yeah, we're looking for a legit opportunity. And being that he was somebody who only knew the street life, I really was just like very motivated to try to find something that was legit and would bring in enough money to actually keep his interest, you know, mm-hmm. enough, you know, coming at him with a $15 an hour job was not going to just, he was like, yeah. he'd rather risk it all, you know? And so unfortunately, because I knew that's what I was dealing with, I was like, oh my God, I have to figure this out fast. So that's what led me to drop shipping to answer your question. That's yeah. like drop shipping. Just literally out here, like, yo, I have to figure things out. And um, we both have like a desire to live a nice lifestyle. Um, you know, we both coming from living in Atlanta, you already know it's very cheap to live in Atlanta compared to many places. Right, right. Yeah. You know, your dollar goes a lot farther. And so here I am having to take a huge L going from um from Atlanta to LA. Yeah. not prepared okay right. nobody makes that unprepared first of all not right. no real no woman okay is doing that unless there's a real reason to do so and so right. I'm not right but I was forced to and so I was already kind of like rebuilding you know what I mean like to get back to be able to be on the level of like LA so I was starting where I was starting and I was okay doing that by myself but when now it's another person involved it's like this we need to do better. Like we got to come up with something, you know? So yeah, we, we explored many options, many different options. And essentially none of them were really worth the time and energy that it would take to kick off. And one thing I just knew was that I was not going to go. I was already dipping and dabbling in freelance. Like I was an independent makeup artist. I went from working at Mac to doing my own thing. So I already felt graduated in that entrepreneurship space. So I was just like, I can only get so much work. If I could get more work, I would, but I can't make myself more known. I'm trying to network. I'm trying to put myself out there. I'm trying to get more clients, but I can only do so much. So now we're splitting that with two people. No, you know, so he was doing odd jobs. I was doing odd jobs. And then it just led into like, okay, well, I need you not to go dipping and dabbling in things that you're familiar with. And I, same thing, like, I don't want to be put in a position where it's like, I have to feel like I have to keep up with the lifestyle that I'm used to. I'm already taking such a loss by settling for this environment. And now it's just like, no, you know, so I was very motivated and drop shipping was the first thing that really took off for us. And we ended up making our first six figures in six, less than six months. So it was for me to be motivated with that you know and yeah just go all in um but it didn't start off that way you know like it was a lot of just studying and trying to figure it out and trial and error and it was very stressful trying to go from someone who hadn't been in college for years you know what I mean like to mm-hmm. this student all over again like I thought I was done with learning honestly at the time I'm like what I have to learn what <laughs> I don't do what Instagram like I was like what a what like I'm still on MySpace and Facebook a what now there's things you know okay so 
you said a few things. Um, you talked about the learning. And I want to ask about what that looked like, because one of the things that I noticed when I was going through that Instagram, what's this Instagram thing that you figured out very well, because um, you have over 200,000 followers on Instagram. Is that correct? I believe Yes. So. I wonder if they're alive sometimes, but I do. <laughs> yeah. Algorithms, <laughs> what are you playing with us? I'm like, okay. You know, Instagram plays with the algorithm though. So that whole engagement thing is a whole nother beast. I'm like, whatever, do what you do. I know what it is. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. But okay, you had to learn, you had to study, you had to learn not only drop shipping and, and how to promote it, um, but you had to study. But my, before I get to what you did, because on, when I was on your Instagram, um, one of the things that I noticed was like you had a student who I think made like 10K in their first week after either doing your course or your mastermind or something like that, which is amazing. But you also clearly stated in another post, this takes dedication and time and effort, which translates oh, yeah. to this is not an overnight success, get rich quick scheme, right? And so um, I'm, I want to dive into like, what did you, what was your studying looking like? Like as ah. you were learning, how much time were you spending? What were you using? It looked like mad woman. It looked like I'm not even taking showers. It looked like <laughs> what into your literally ramen noodles, leave me alone. I'm not cooking nothing. Like it looked like literally I don't even want to go to bed. I'll be in the living room up all night while you sleep till two, three, four. I have to watch one more YouTube video. <laughs> wow. So you were using it YouTube. Like, yeah. That's Anything else? Amazing um SG, like back then it was just like google researching just youtube um yeah that's what it was and then it was so discouraging because on youtube there was no women that were talking about it shopify and drop shipping there were really no women and um that really stood out to me. And then the fact that there was really only young little, like the the demographic of who was making videos about it were all like the same type of guy, like mm -hmm. young 19. Um, at the time I was like 27 or 28, I think. So it was just like, oh my God, wait, am I too old to do this? Like, is this going to be something that's going to be hard for me to like, is this like a young thing, like a new thing? And the more I looked into it, I'm like, oh no, this is a business model that's been around for a long time. That's utilized by major companies. These kids are just smart as heck and they don't have kids yet. And they're able to travel the world and live this nomad lifestyle. And they're tapping into it. Whereas the people maybe who I'm friends with now are like getting married. They're worried about different things, securing jobs. And like, and I'm like, uh, -uh I want that. Like these people are traveling and island hopping and I don't have kids yet. I, my friends do, but I don't. And my man just came home. Like I'm trying to make up for lost time and now travel. I used to live in Europe. Like I like to travel. So for me to not have kids and get, I know that kids were on my radar, like I wanted to be a mom. I knew that I wanted to hurry up and just explore, have fun and have a, a, a way of making that happen and still earning money at the same time. So when I saw that drop shipping was something that can offer me that I was just like completely obsessively locked in. And that's just what it takes to be successful at anything. Like you have to, I hate when people are like, well, how much time, if you have to ask that thing, maybe you just don't have the time because this is something, okay. this is not like a, this is something that you have to be like super excited. It's like a baby. You don't just like pop up with a baby. Like this is something you have to like want 
like truly you have to like want this and because it's not going to work it's definitely not going to work by itself like it's you want to you take a day off your business taking the day off until it's established and running by itself it's like the business is not going to come knocking on your door like hey you gonna wake up like hey are mm. we doing this today nope it will literally sit there and fail and do nothing if you're not gonna move it so you have to be so ecstatic about this that like when your alarm goes off you're damn near up before the alarm like waiting for your alarm to, and at me I wake up before my alarm every day I'm like, like dang you're late like you, what is the point of this honestly like I need to set it even earlier because I'm like I'm waking up way before a whole hour before every day I'm like ready to go oh the alarm went off now ready to go <laughs> I'm excited to wake up I'm excited to be alive like I'm excited for like another Jesus, how much money can I make today like yes. I'm thrilled about it. Absolutely. So I don't like when people ask certain questions, I'm like, you don't, you don't want this. You don't want it. Yeah. No, that's, that's good. Because that type of enthusiasm and that type of, like you said, you, you were, let me, let me watch one more YouTube video is probably why (laughs) you made six figures in your first six months. So you went from, I'm in a library and Chelsea, I will say when you said a library, like in 2016, like I'm thinking, why? Right. Okay. So that, that may say something like, how was the life situation at that point? Right. That you're in a library looking up stuff. So you went from that to a hundred thousand dollars in your first six months. So that includes the study time. So what were, what did you do? Like give, give me some, this is what I did to get there in six months. Cause I know other people want to know, but I really want to know. So please tip. If you work from home, if you are a remote worker, if you're a business worker and you work from home and you sometimes just wish you could get together with other people who work from home, you just wish you could get out of your house and just be around other people who are working as dedicated and focused as you are, but you get to be in the space of other fellow remote workers, you want to join the Coffee Shop Coworkers Facebook group. We are connecting people all over the country in coffee shops where you can go for free meet other like-minded people, to hang out, to work together, whether it's for two hours, whether it's for four hours, whether it's all day, but you get to connect with people like you who are working from home, who want to be around other people and still get work done and just create a new network. So come check out the Facebook page, join the Facebook page, Coffee Shop Coworkers today so we can start connecting you to fellow future coworkers. Okay. So for the first six months of me getting exposed to drop shipping, I spent the first six months creating my website by myself using YouTube, right? Wow. That is horrible. In hindsight, that is horrible that I did that, but it's okay. I didn't know. I thought I was being so productive. Now mm. I can get fight made in 24 hours, but whatever, it's fine. So first entryway into entrepreneurship, I just swore I was doing something, you know, like them first three steps of like securing your domain, making your logo. Those things took a few weeks for sure, you know, mm. and everything just took, it dragged out. So for six months, I did the bait, made my account, 
set up the back end, answered all the information, designed my website, made it look, changed the color every day. I just made myself feel so productive with what I was learning because I was obsessing over stuff that I didn't even know I was not supposed to be obsessing about. I just knew I was going to start an online business. Shopify was the one and I just needed the best one. Mm. Whatever that meant. Whatever mm-hmm. that meant. So me down a goose chase of the best Shopify store, the how to make a nice Shopify store, how to build a well-optimized Shopify. Yeah, I could have been a developer by the time I was done. That doesn't have anything to do with Dropship. So if you're Googling or you're YouTubing the wrong thing, you're mm-hmm. kind of doing unproductive things, but you don't know until you know. And so it got to the point where, you know, about six months in, my boyfriend is like, you had like no money is coming from this and like it's taking up a lot of time and I'm like yeah but look at my website like this is a nice website it's look beautiful at my logo. <laughs> like he's popping like now why ain't no money coming in I don't know like that I mean I don't know I have to ask YouTube that you know so that sent me down learning about driving traffic and like my next hurdle which was whatever it was at the time. Right. And I'm like, well, okay. It's not just all about the website. Like I have to actually have customers and people who are going to be willing to buy. How do I figure that out now? And so here I was six months in and I'm now being exposed to traffic and paid ads. And now I'm experimenting by myself. This is still within the six months. And so now I'm experimenting by myself. And now I'm like going back to like, I need more money now. Like now I need money for ads. Okay. So now it's like, I'm still doing makeup at the time, but it's just like, what is, what is all your time going to? Like, what are you actually doing, Chelsea? And I'm like, chill. I got this. I am creating a website. A website. <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm making this website and I don't even have to touch the inventory. Okay. I can sell this stuff to people all over the world because the guy on YouTube said I can do this and I don't ever have to even touch it. And they're just, everybody around me is just like, but sell what? And I'm like, these things on the internet, you don't have to have it. (laughs) They're just like, what are you selling? And I'm like, I'm trying to show you, you don't have to have it. It's online and drop shipping. And so everybody started to think that what are they focusing on? Like, what are they doing? You know, but I knew I was on this mission and step-by-step I was going to figure out what that was. Finally, after losing money and trying to do ads by myself and go piece by piece on YouTube, finally, um, my boyfriend was like, we need a mentor. Like in prison, the most successful people had mentors and that's how they learned how to do everything. And real estate, da, 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 like everybody had a mentor. And I'm like, what is that? Like, what is a mentor? It's like a wizard. Like what kind of work? What is that? And he's just like, it's a real thing. There's people that teach you. And I'm like, where do you find Like what? I'm not going back to school. Like I remember this conversation. I was like, a mentor, you nerd. Like, what is that? And it was just like a thing. He's like, no, I, I don't know where to find it, but I'm telling you what they did in prison. They had mentors. And I'm like, oh God. So now I'm Googling and YouTubing mentors. And I'm okay. like, there's people I can ask for help. So I just started going back to some of the videos that I was watching. And I'm like, hey, can you mentor me? Like, hey, can I? Can da, da, da. Next thing you know, I find this guy who was willing to mentor me for $4,000. And I was like, oh what this is a scam like what the (laughs) hell I'm like no wonder those people ended up in prison they're so like we were just 
stupid and scamming and mentoring and what like what were they doing oh my goodness dollars so yeah I was one of them for sure and then that's really what made it be the first six months of me not making any money was just having that mindset because I kind of skipped around there, but I got exposed to the whole mentor conversation after about month three, month four. And I, I strong declined. I was just like, yeah, no, nope. like how oh. much? Bye. Like, I felt like I was winning. I was like, goofy, 4,000. <laughs> Dummy. Like, and I have I was- a website that's beautiful. <laughs> is popping what are you talking about I did that to so many I, I wish that was the only person I did that to I I went and met up with so many different individuals and I would I was so freaking narrow-minded I would look for key terms one of them was click funnels okay what's wrong with that <laughs> the click funnels I thought you were a period <laughs> another one he said click funnels he thinks I'm gonna pay 250 dollars a month for that click but he's a scammer I'm mm-hmm, sure bye sir I'll do, I'll call you don't call me so embarrassing don't tell nobody okay edit all this out I was so narrow-minded I literally talked myself out of several good possible mentors I can honestly say because I just couldn't wait for them to but what did attract me was affordable done for you know all the 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 fluff and the freaking Mm -hmm. crap that literally amounts to nada like nothing they end up blaming you for hiring them and a joke so yeah, it's like six months before I finally realized like, whoa, okay, there's value in paying someone for the click. <laughs> like, oh, that's what ClickFunnels was. Oh, but you don't know until you know, you know, and hit different at different times, different people help emphasize and say things in different ways that you'd be like, oh my God, they tried to tell me that five years ago. Yeah, I'll kick myself in the butt. I'm 35. I'm still like, oh, that's what she meant. <laughs> but it has the best of us, you know? Yeah. But yeah, mentor. I got my mentor. I saved up me and my, my boyfriend at the time. We saved up and we invested in him in the first month, $21,000. So what? Yes. So when I say I made my first six figures, it was when I made my first, I made my first six figures in my first six months of marketing my business, because the first six months of that year was literally spent doing busy work that I convinced myself was doing something. And when I got my mentor within the first two minutes of the conversation was just like, okay, website's done. Okay. Now, now what? Like, okay. So the website done. Cool. Um, so Mm-hmm. we'll never have to talk about that again we'll talk about that again never um right. when we're gonna up- update it and optimize some stuff what are you doing for marketing and I was like oh I haven't started he's like oh okay yeah this is gonna be we're at square one like th- th- you didn't do nothing and I realized like oh my god I've been spending so much time just doing busy work and I wasted six months of my journey doing nothing but thinking I was doing so much so I say that to say done is better than perfect my, one of my other mentors has taught me that Danielle Leslie done is better than perfect just get it done, put it out there, optimize as you go, but get it done. And so now I strongly stick by that. But yeah, he was, he definitely got me on track, tweaked what he needed to tweak with me, taught me what he needed to teach me in our first month together, $21,000. And I would say, oh my God, if I would have started sooner, I would have been able to make that six months ago. And I took about a whole forever to get over that, you know, because now I'm just like execute, 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 like 
success loves speed. And it's so true. Like, just don't kick yourself in the butt. You will kick yourself in the butt if you just are one of the people that talk yourself out of every opportunity and find that reason to ha ha, got them. Like, no, got yourself, got your. Now, I'm not saying don't have discernment because, yeah. you know, but you have to be willing to like take these chances, you know, and that's yeah. something I learned. And yep, next month after that, $42,000. And it was just like, oh my God, like everybody. Like it was, you know, it just like, it really just started to hit me like, OMG, this is real. And the reason people don't get here is because it took everything to get there. You know what I'm saying? Like me getting over that for God was just testing me 4,000. He knew that. Now, what? You what? want me to spend what? <clears throat> I never made no for like, I had never even done a job for $4,000 before, you know, I worked hustled to hopefully make that much in a month or type, you know what I mean? So what? You want my whole life? Like, mm. like, it was everything to me, but I feel like God was just like testing me. Like he kept giving me the opportunity and I kept being like, nope, scammer da, 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 for months. Just nope, nope, nope. And then I just like finally gave in and like let faith just guide me and just know that I was going to be okay. I said a huge prayer and I promised God, like, I'm going to make this investment and I'm going to see it through. And if you could just please help me make $20,000, I need to make $20,000. If I do, I'll know it was you. And I promise you, I will give back to anybody who ever needs my help. The felon, the underdog. I said, I was like the stripper, anything, anything, the single mom, anything. I will help anybody who needs help. And I was like, I just need $20,000 to prove that this is like, it'll get me out of debt. It'll pay the mentor again. It'll help me like pay rent it'll help me just move forward and just run this business and I literally was like on my knees in my closet and I had a calendar like on paper and each day was marked and I would write how much sales was made every single day at the end of the day I would go and put like 181 dollars okay 41 dollars 287 dollars like I remember every single day and by the time I promise you at the end of the month I went in there and I, I was sitting there with my calculator <laughs> did you cry well, then I cry. What? Yes, you would have thought the whole building was probably gonna come down. I I can't it was the fact that it was 21,000. Right. I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. If it was 20, I I probably wouldn't have cried. I probably would have just been so happy, caught everybody. But the fact that it was 21, like God knows me so well. If it was 20, I would have questioned it. That's how I am. I just would have been like, no, I mm, I mm, no. He had to make sure it was 21 to just be mm. like, there you just go. So like you don't question it don't even question it and right. I just knew that was a God thing because to be honest I at first I had said 10,000 I only really needed to get all caught up I only needed 10,000 but then I was just like I know if I hit 10,000 on my own I knew I wouldn't give God credit for it I would just be like that's doable you know what I mean I'm watching YouTube I'm like these pe people make 50,000 100,000 if I did 10 I'm not gonna credit that to God really I'll mm -hmm. credit the I'll credit the mentor. You know what I'm saying? I needed something astronomical. I needed something unheard of. I needed something unrealistic. And so I was like, God, don't hate me, please. But just show me is that I, this is really worth it. 20, 20, okay? 20. And when I closed the month at 21, I said, hallelujah. God, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm your girl for, for life. Like whatever you need, I got you. Like that's why every day I show up. Like genuinely, that's why I really care about 
like fulfilling that promise. You know what I'm saying? Like I have products for $7 all the way up to $10,000. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to limit other people or myself to what I'm worth, but at the same time, I'm not going to leave nobody behind because that's my promise. My, you know what I mean? It's like a very personal thing. Like, and I know what's here today could be gone tomorrow. And I know what that looks like. And I've been there and I just never want to have to go back there, even though I'm not on fear or anything anymore, because now that I know what I know, I'm just like, I, I don't, I, I don't ever have to worry if I lose it all, it'll be unfortunate, but I could get it back. It just take a little bit of time. And I was tested with that as well when I got hacked in 2020 and I lost my whole access to social media. And I was like, you mm-hmm. know what? I was sick for like six weeks. I was like sick, depressed, crying. I couldn't even say my own name without crying because I felt like you couldn't even search me. It wouldn't even come. It's like all my history, all my pictures, my kids, everything was just deleted. I felt like, who am I? Like my whole print is gone. You know, like I'm gone. My digital footprint, everything I have spent all my last 10, you know, years building just got swiped off. And so um, that really, once that like subsided and I was like ready to think clearly and like get my freaking self together, I had to put my everything I teach to the test because now I was starting at zero. And I was like, yo, like, It took a lot. I'm not gonna lie. But I really was just like, what am I tripping for? It's like, I literally teach this. I literally teach people who come in my DM every day and they're like, yeah, but are you only successful because you have a large following? And I have to confidently tell them like, y'all, I was making money when I have 4,000 followers. Like I didn't always have a following, but it's hard to say that when you have a following or like shit. So now I'm like in it with zero followers, brand new, like back at it. And it's just like, okay, y'all can either watch me do this or you guys can get in on it. But don't ask me how I did it It, at the after. Once you see it happen, don't ask me how I did it and expect me to just tell you. No, either you're going to come and really be vested in and take the steps that I'm taking and do it with me so you can get the same results or y'all just going to have to watch. And And we to like a hundred thousand followers so I got hacked at 55,000 I think mm-hmm. I think it was 55,000 followers at the time we were pulling in about 50 60,000 a month in sales and revenue from our social media pages and when we got hacked it was just like boom I had just had my kid it was crazy I was like yo this did not just happen this did not just happen like my whole life like it just it was insane it was insane um and so, yeah, we came back and we ended up, we hit a hundred thousand followers in eight months, something crazy. We made a million dollars in 11 months. It wow. was like, here we came back, we came back crazy strong. We closed the year at 1.2 million and um, like over a hundred thousand followers. So more, way more than what we had, like God poured it on. It was just like, I went crazy. Like I just went right back to what I teach my students. And I just acted like I was broke again. And cause I felt freaking broke again, but I wasn't at nothing. We never even dropped lower than like $35,000 a month. Like that was one or two months. And then we just, we gradually bounced back like fast, you know? Um, but it was scary times. I'm not gonna lie, but that's how I know execution is just like strategies are formulas are from they, they're that for a reason. Like they do work. You just have to execute. That's why I don't take no excuses. Like when my students be yapping, uh, uh, 
I just, I no, they not, yeah, don't listen. I'll fly out. I'll come to your door and be like, let me see what you've done. Let me see right now. Like, let me see what you've done. Cause I know it's cap. I know it's cap. You don't have it. If you're not hustling, like I was hustling, you not, I don't want to hear nothing. Cause no, you're not being consistent. You're not doing what you have to do. I did it. Like when I lost everything, I, I went into the most insane survival mode. Like my nervous system was shot. I couldn't believe I had just lost my business, like my whole everything like that. When I had just had my kid, it put me into nutso mode. And mm. so it's just like what it takes, but look at what, I mean, I'm not saying it's the safest thing. I almost lost my whole relationship behind it. You know, like it was bad. I was just like, I was literally went from being super depressed over losing so much to being in straight like beast mode. Like I got to execute a strategic plan consistently leave me alone don't I don't care about I'm not saying we didn't still go out and do our thing but it wasn't it was like I was locked in when I was locked in and it took a lot it took a lot of me being in the mix you know like me being really hands-on like I was seven years ago in the beginning and that was what was like whoa 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 what happened and it's just like hey this is what it takes if I have to rebuild I have to you think I'm going to outsource this like this is my brand just got wiped off the internet. I can't make somebody create another me. Now we got AI, who knows? But it's like, you know what I mean? Like I, I had to get back in it. I'm like, right. well, I got something happen. Like I got to get back in tune with this. And so, yeah, that went, it went crazy, but. That's yeah. amazing. That you know? That is so amazing that you did that. Um, I'm curious. So one, I want to say your, um, your prayer to God and the $21,000 answer. God loves bold prayers, right? And so, like you said, if it had been ten thousand, he would have you would have credited it to somebody else. And you asked for twenty, and he did abundantly more than you could think or imagine, which is how God works. Um, and it makes me think about one of the stories in the Bible where um, one Joshua asked God to stop the sun from moving. Who decides to ask God to stop the sun from moving so that you can finish a war? But He stopped the sun from moving. Because God loves bold prayers, right? There was a king who asked, who was sick and was going to die. And God, he asked God, give me 15 more years. God gave him 15 more years. So your bold prayers are truly, God honors those. Because he's a, he's God. He's a big God. He he wants to oh. bless abundantly. I love it. Those, I love it. Yeah. Yes. So I, the fact that you oh. ask boldly. Yes, I did. I really did. And I felt so bad for it, you know, but I knew I'm like, God, like, you know, my heart, like, you know why I need this money. Like, it's not that I'm not going to go buy no bags and shoes. I promise. Later, later, (laughs) later, not right now. Not right now, I promise. And I didn't. And I didn't. I promise you, I didn't. That's why I'm telling you, like, people, that's why it's caused so much problems. That's why I I really just don't give, I don't care at all who I lost on this journey because it's just like, people don't understand like my relationship with money, my relationship with survival mode, they like people don't get certain things, you know? So only you as an individual go through those things and understand like what it's like to have your business pulled from under you. It's like, Oh no, no, no. I'm a mom. Like F what you talking about. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about nothing. You could all beat it. Like I am a mom period. Like I just lost my life, my business. I will be back. Y'all can pipe down. Like there's nothing y'all can say to make me not do this. Like my kids, my kids, you know, it's just like, it went crazy. So I 
takes. And if you're not willing to um, have that type of energy behind it, it, it's not to say it won't happen, but it's going to happen in way more time. People see that it happened, everything. Oh, it happened so fast for you. Yeah, I understand because we move, we move swiftly and quickly around here. Like if you're not like, what? I don't have time. Like, no, 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 no. So yeah. once you certain and once you know what it takes to to get something done a certain result there's really not much guesswork behind it you know what i'm saying like once you have a blueprint a formula of what works if somebody tells you that that's the journey and that's the route to get there you would just get in your car and hit it right like you would do like 200 miles an hour if, if i told you that to get there you just have to get to that exit you're like that's the way to go yeah yeah, for sure. Yeah, that it worked for you. For uh, okay, I'm going. Like, you're not gonna go a mile an hour, but some people do. They say they need it so bad, but then it's like, okay, when was the last time you tapped in? Oh, well, like two weeks ago. Because then my boyfriend. Da -da -da. No, girl, no. Like you, what you let two weeks go? Like what? You don't mm -hmm. love this. You don't. No, 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 no. Yeah, but you were definitely different when you lost your digital footprint and then locked in. So what were like? three things that you were doing every single day when you lost that digital footprint? Like what were the top three things that were part of your strategy that you had to do in order to rebuild? To rebuild. Okay. So I had to be present. <laughs> I had to mean? show, I had to show up. So I had to show up. So every day I would make it my mission to go live three times a day. And that didn't necessarily mean on Instagram. It would mean um, I would mix up Instagram with um, Clubhouse, which is audio, mm -hmm. which really saved me because during this time, I'm telling you, I was depressed. And so... Have you hit that subscribe button? If not, go ahead and hit that subscribe button for the Coach Up podcast. We are new. I am excited about bringing to you every single week, probably more often, experts in every single field that will help you, one, if you're a coach, learn how to grow and scale your business to six and seven figures. And if you are not a coach, learn how to grow your life in the multitude of areas we'll be talking about. But the only way that you know what new information is coming out is you have to be subscribed so you get notified when a new episode drops. So go ahead, hit that subscribe button. Also, I'm working to get to a thousand subscribers in the very first 30 days of the podcast being dropped. So I need your help. Share this with somebody, make sure you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it with a family member, share it with a couple of people, ask them to subscribe as well. And we are going to grow this podcast as you grow from these amazing coaches that are pouring into you. Let's get coached up. I was not getting cute. I was not worrying. I was not getting my, I was not doing nothing. Like I was sick. I was so depressed. I'm breastfeeding. I'm like, oh my, everything was just horrible. And so being able to express myself and tell my story and connect with people and, um, educate people and just pour into people on clubhouse and audio app was so therapeutic and helpful and amazing. So a lot of my strategy was just putting myself out there so that brand awareness could start coming back. And once people heard me and see you have zero followers, it's like, you know, something just happened. So go ahead and follow. Like, I'm not just 
not like I'm on stages, I'm hosting my own stage. Like, listen, like I didn't fall back just because I lost my influencer number. I'm still an influencer. I still have a crazy message to share. I still have information of value. So I didn't go, oh, I have zero followers. I'm a nobody. I'm not going to host my own rooms. I'm going to wait for someone to discover me and start all over. No, what? I just started my own rooms. Like, y'all know who it is. Come on. Like, yeah. come on. Come on, y'all. Text all my friends. Hey, let everybody know I'm back live. Like, I'm going to start over on Clubhouse. Like, invite everybody. Tell them. You know, I just leaned on my resources more than ever. Like I wasn't big, like weird about it. Like, oh, I'm not going to ask for a favor. Yes, I am. Hey girl, I need you to repost this period. Bye. <laughs> or else. I'm just playing. You know, listen, you know. Yeah. So you showed up live every day, three times. That is amazing. Okay. That's one. What were the other two? Um, when rebuilding my brand, going live, um, Posting consistently, obviously, is very basic. But again, you have to get awareness back. You have to like be visible. You can't. I already had zero followers, so it's like me being dormant and not putting myself out there is not me creating content. You know, so I just had to get straight back to it. I had to not lose momentum. It was literally just producing the same efforts, but just ten xing my efforts. So, um. I wasn't able to run ads anymore on Facebook and Instagram because now I'm literally swiped off. Like they banned, like they didn't ban, they hacked me. So anything that was related to that account, like they don't, they didn't allow me to, I haven't been able to create any type of back end on these platforms. Right. So that was like, okay, what strategies can I come up with both organically and paid? Like, what do I still have access to now? You know, that I'm not strip from and so i leaned heavily on sms um messenger text message marketing you know sms messenger so i loved the community i loved it until i didn't love it because it got way too expensive but if you're at a lower level i guess a lower tier it's still pretty good so you should still check it out but it's called community um and they're freaking awesome. And I leveraged that with Clubhouse and with my social media so that I could grow my list. Because one thing I learned through the madness is that we don't own these platforms and we can be stripped from them at any point in time. And here I was dealing with that exact thing. And then what's crazy is that year, it actually happened three, a total of three times. I kept coming back as different names, variations of Honey Gold. And anytime I did it, they would knock it down. So I grew up to 15,000 followers one time again, and it shut it down again. So when I tell you that this strategy does work, I literally prove it every time I start a new business. Like every time I do a new page or whatever, I implement the same thing every time. Um, but yeah, going live, you have to be consistent. You have to post. And then I started promoting my brand more in a in a different fashion using influencers. So instead of leaning heavy on the paid ad strategy that I was used to with Facebook ads or like in Facebook and Instagram ads, I started leveraging influencers. And um, what does that look like? So that looked like me reaching out to, uh, luckily I was friends with a lot of influencers because of my celebrity like um, affiliation doing makeup and stuff. So I did celebrity makeup. So my clients were celebrities. That's what it looked like. So it looked like me being like, hey girl, I'll do your makeup for free if you make an ad for me. Ah, nice. Now was this an ad for a product or an ad for your coaching business? Um, 
for drop shipping. That was for the actual products. Like I would give them, um, I would give them my products. Like I remember I had, um, like flashlight tweezers. What were they called? Like, I don't remember what they called USB something. They had like a flashlight on them. And so I, we did an ad where it's like, I did their makeup, but I also was able to like use my own tweezers as I was doing a tutorial. It was like killing multiple birds with one stone. Cause then yeah. it's like, I was, so I was like, promoting my own makeup tutorial and makeup services and the tweezer in the same video. And then I got my client to also repost it because I was doing her makeup. So stuff like that, that was, I was using my actual network of influence to help me promote, um, my, my drop shipping products. And, um, it also would look like, yes, that same strategy that I use for drop shipping later transitioned into just drawing attention or awareness to my social media page. So, Hey girl, can I throw you a hundred dollars for you to, um, I don't know, repost something from my page. You know what I'm saying? Like repost one of my things about if I'm having a webinar, like, can you be like, Hey, my girl, Chelsea, my old makeup artist is throwing a webinar this weekend. Can you attend? Or, you know, you should attend if you're a mom and you want to work from home. Like, yeah, stuff like that. That's, it would be like me utilizing my ad budget in a different way because essentially all I needed was traffic. All I need is people to hear about it. Not everybody's going to love my message, but if you're looking for what I do, then I need to get my message out there so that you can decipher if I'm who you want to hear it from or not, you know, but I'm not going to make sales if I refuse to get the word out. So my mission was I, a thousand people, a thousand people a week is what I would always try to have get to my website. Um, really whether it was drop shipping or coaching, like that's just a good number for my personal businesses. Um, for me to be able to like generate six figures a month, I know that the type for the price point that we're at, um, that's on average and it fluctuates, you know, depending on what we're promoting at the time or whatever but on average like my I would like I like to see a thousand visits to my store a week and those are well optimized enough to where if we are at that point then we know we're generating a six-figure revenue so we're not going to get there with by keeping our mouth shut you know what I'm saying like we have to get our brands out there and I would have never known that had I not started off drop shipping because that's the name of the game as a drop shipper you don't even have your freaking product so you got to like, you don't have it to be like, hey, girl, here, use my brush. Like, oh, yeah, you like that? You see there? You like it? You're never going to see it at my house. Like, you're never right. going to see me using it. So you have to become an expert at driving people to what you want them to see. Correct. Yeah. So you've mentioned, obviously, your social media page, primarily Instagram, sounds like. You also mentioned ads that you do. Um, I, the influencer, I, thank you for explaining that so that people will know. Um, and thank you even for me, because I know it in concept, but I really like how you talked about just throw somebody a hundred dollars and say, hey, can you just pop this on your page? So in addition to those three, are there other strategies for driving traffic? And especially that you used when you were getting started? I mean, now TikTok is just a beast. I think TikTok is amazing. Um, you can get tons of organic and paid reach on TikTok. Um, and so I like to drive my TikTok viewers and my audience over to my Instagram as well so that I can kind of cross, like share my people. 
Um, so just driving traffic from different platforms to make sure that you kind of capture everybody everywhere. Absolutely. Because again, we don't own these platforms. Um, but Reels was a huge piece in our growth because it was just at a time where Instagram had just released Reels. It was like really great algorithm push, you know, if you were to pump out reels. So the content that we were posting was strategic um, to include three, what, what was it? We post three reels a day. I don't know. I post a lot. We post a lot. It's not me who post. My team posts a lot because initially, yeah, that was my bounce back strategy is like awareness. Like I want to be front and center all the time. Like I want you to be sick of me. I want to be sick of me. Like when you go on Instagram, hi, yep. Again, again, <laughs> again. And I had so much content because it kept happening. I kept getting shut down. So it's like, oh, I would have a phone full of like edited photos, captions, da, 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 because I had just posted it a week ago. So I'm like, all right, wow. let's start a new page. Run it here. Here's the first two weeks of content. Just put it out, put it out, put it out. Like it was just like, let's go, let's go. I don't have no time, like at all. Like start, it's just, oh, it was horrible. But yeah, that strategy was just constant visibility, um, even down to overnight hours when everybody else is sleeping and other marketers are sleeping. No, my there's going to be a post every ah. hour. hour. Um, Excuse me? And yeah. you, you, you said three a day, but you were also posting overnight. Oh, I said three reels a day. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Like my, it's, it's, it's like... Yeah. I, I don't know. It was a lot. I, w I went crazy. I went crazy. It was just my, this is not necessarily like in my teachings, like, okay, post 10. No, I was just balled to the wall because it was like out of desperate. That wasn't necessary. Once I've optimized those things and I've gone and looked at data and seen what I just was throwing out as much as what I knew was positive in the beginning, because that's what you asked in the beginning. After that, a few months into that strategy, I'm burnt out, white right. hair, crazy, looking nuts. Okay. Mm. Hope worried, hope family worried. Um, by that time, I'm like, I just needed data. Okay. Get out of my room. Get out. I just needed <laughs> get out. It'll be fine next month. Get out. That's exactly, I just told them they're so, everybody, like everybody doubted me. I knew exactly. Once you do this over and over and over, it's like clockwork. It's just like, I know I'm going to look crazy for the first, for three months. After that, we will be on a yacht for the rest of the year. Okay. Like, know, right. um, but it's going to look ugly before it looks pretty. And people just give up during that time, you know, but I knew I needed the numbers. I knew I needed the data. And once I had that, I was able to see what hours of the night were most, most beneficial. And it turned out to be four and 5 a.m. Um, the other nights were profitable as well, but it's like, mm, is it worth it? Mm, yeah. Okay, cool. So then we'll add a post in at that time too. We'll keep optimizing and optimizing and then that'll be the strategy. You know what I mean? But ultimately my strategies are to teach people what works, but then also to teach them the benefit of data and being willing to test. Because if you're not going to be a marketer like me and be willing to test, you're going to be so limited just to the strategies that I gave you. And that sucks. That might've made you hundred K, but guess what? That strategy plus another strategy that I came up with right after that made me 350 K. So you should always be willing to try new things. Don't just think that just because that one person said that and it worked, that's the only way to do it. There's so many other ways to do that. Mm -hmm. So you yeah, just have to be up money to test. And I understand that that's not how you start so it's daunting to test 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 and what if what if now when you have money it's like whatever test it all you know but like, i know you can't really stop. so we keep it 
conservative, but that's why I had to go back to the drawing board because real talk, like Mike, I don't teach like that. I'm not teaching you how to go. I'm not acting like you have a budget like mine when I teach. Realistically, I'm not. So I had to literally go back to my course. That's why I'm like, mm, what did I do? Because it's not what I do today. Like I today, we're not at the level of me starting. So when I started, I had to do what was realistic to start. You get what I'm saying? Plus what I already knew. So it was better, but still it's just the, the strategy evolves based on where you're at and you're starting from. You don't have to post, to, you know, it just evolves based on like where you are in the process. Once you have a bunch of social proof, a bunch of followers, you really don't need to post. What if you could post maybe once a day, twice a day and run some ads to retarget? It's like everything kind of changes along your journey. So it evolves, right? You mentioned the price. And so your budget is obviously different from what you're teaching those who just are just starting out. And so you talked about like you had to get that $4,000 to get that mentor initially but then you had to pay for marketing. So like, how much did you start with? What were you spending initially in marketing um, so that people can say, okay, maybe I have an expectation that that may be around where I would start with my marketing budget to pay for ads. Um, To pay for ads, like now I can tell you if you have a budget of about a thousand dollars. A month? Like. Or total. Not gonna be, um, okay. So yeah, like, okay, let's say, all right, it's, it's a hard question to answer your question. But when I wasn't making no progress, when I wasn't really doing much, I was, I had like a budget of like $250 for a month. And I was like a work, I was working at me, you know what I mean? Like I was working, I was still literally working at Mac at a mall. So it's like, how much could I really afford to put into this? Like $250 is like a whole car note at the time, you know? So it's like, um, that's the sacrifice, you know? And then when my mentor came into the picture, he was like, yeah, we need about $250 a week. Like I need to be able to do something with this. Like, how do you want me to give you sales and answers to who wants your stuff? If you're only willing to show it to like 500 people a month, because that $250, I don't know off the top of my head, $250, yeah it'll show you how much of a reach you're going to get for that price. Right. It ain't a lot. Okay? Gotcha. It's not a lot. Mm -hmm. And once you've shown it to all 500 people, what if it's the wrong batch of people? Mm. Which is going to beginning when you're testing, you're testing. If you went out into the mall and, and went on the loud mic and you knew there were 500 people in the mall and you said, Hey guys, I'm doing a sale. Hi, my name is Chelsea. I'm downstairs in aisle three. If you, if you want to come down, first of all, out of those 500, some of them are not even going to be hearing it. They're in the, in the bathroom. They don't even hear it. So five and boom, they didn't even see it. Or 200 was at a stoplight and uh, it's green. Gotta go. Like now they, uh, you're gone. So it's like, where is that 200, that 500 people? One of them is going to come down that elevator and come talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not enough. You have to be willing to get exposure. Now you don't have to always pay for the exposure. Like I was talking, when you go, when you post for free on social media, you're not just posting to post, you're posting strategically so that you can attract the people that you want to your offer. So another strategy is just being very strategic with your captions and knowing who you're talking to, always using call to actions in every single post. Like I'm not just posting to post. Every post is strategic. It's thought out. It's talking to a specific person about a specific pain point, And it's telling you exactly how I can help you solve your problem. And it's telling you exactly where to go to get it. You know what I'm saying? It's very clear. 
Um, so that's definitely something that everybody could start doing like right away and they'll notice improvement, you know? So, um, yeah, I don't, remember that makes question. a lot of sense. Yeah. No, 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 you did. You, yeah, you, you definitely. Okay, good. Um, we are getting short on time. I have, like, it has flown by. I, I thoroughly. I have all day. No, um, I appreciate it. I, don't, I can't believe I'm just now asking this, but for those who do not know, Chelsea, can you share what drop shipping is? Oh my God, I know. Poor things. They're like, Wait, what? <laughs> so drop shipping is just a form of e-commerce and we all partake in e-commerce in one way, shape or form. Walmart.com, Amazon.com, FashionNova.com. It's literally just utilizing the internet to, to purchase physical products. And typically when you start a business selling products like that, it consists of a lot of upfront costs because you have to have a store or a warehouse. Um, you have to have models for your photo shoots, mannequins, appliances, cashier. You're like, oh my God, I'm already like $50,000 in. You got business loan. You got a lot going on. And then it's like, you have to account for the inventory on top of that. Now you actually, the products that you choose to sell that you've never sold before, you have to have so much confidence that you can effectively sell it. You have to go buy 5,000 units of them, 10,000 units of them, you know, whatever your supplier requires in order for you to sell those sunglasses or sundresses or phone cases, you have to have a huge quantity up front. And so once you add up all the expenses of a traditional business like that, you're so deep that you're just like, okay, I'd rather not even have a business. I'm cool. I'll go get a job. It's fine. And so drop shipping, what was so alluring to me about it is that I knew a lot of people in LA with physical businesses like brick and mortars. And I would go to their boutique and it was so cute. And then they would just talk to me about, oh my God, girl, like I gotta be here at like 7 a.m. to dress the mannequins. And like, no, I can't go on that trip because I'm gonna have my boxes, my shipments are coming in and I have to put the new collection out. And I'm like, mm. here I am drop shipping and I, I'm able to sell all the same things that they're having access to, but I never had to buy it in bulk mm. ever. Like I never had to even physically acquire it. I never had to buy it at all. So it's just the reverse of like the, the formula, like they're doing their own fulfillment. They are shipping out their product and fulfilling it to their customer. They're getting it to their customer's front door by shipping it, packaging it, labeling it, sending it to the post office, and then getting it to their customer's front door. I am middlemanning this straight from the supplier. So the supplier is going to charge me a wholesale price for an item the same way they got theirs wholesale, but they had to buy it in bulk and I'm only going to order one. So that's that phone case that I want to sell. I'm going to get it for a, maybe a dollar 50. And we all know you can sell them for 20 bucks, 15 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever. So you create a nice professional Shopify store with the photos that your supplier provides for free and you choose to mark it up X amount. I recommend three to five times at least. Okay. If I'm getting a phone case for a dollar, I'm not charging no six dollars. I want, I know what I can get. So I'm gonna get it. Okay. But my first product that made me $250,000 was an 86, 86 cent piece of jewelry what yeah and i was charging 16 dollars and 99 cents for it what was this a necklace a watch it was a necklace it was a little costume jewelry necklace and it said mama bear 
two, you made your first 250 off a necklace. Okay, how did you choose that product out of the multitude that are available? And how did you choose the vendor you're going to use? Um, re vendor research is simple when you know what resources to use for drop shipping. Um, you pick your supplier based off of doing your due diligence with making sure they respond, they're responsive and making sure that their customer service is what you would want to represent your business in the event that well, you're one, you're doing business with them. So you want them to be, have integrity and like be communicative. And if you have an issue, if you have an issue and can't reach your supplier, if your customer has an issue, what the heck? So you want to be the one front and center with your business and making sure that you're comfortable doing business with the people that you're considering doing business with. So it's going to take you reaching out to them, text, not texting, but you can chat with them. The ability to chat is right there. So don't just import a product that you like. Reach out to the supplier and ask your questions so that you can feel comfortable with who you're trusting to do business with. But, you know, with dropshipping, in the worst case scenario, if your customer is ever unhappy, like you're so you're protected as long as you're willing to do good business, your suppliers are like, if you let them know that there's ever an issue, your supplier will handle it um, and replace the item or reimburse you completely. And then you can just follow suit with your customer. So the supplier thing, it's not really hard. You just have to be willing to reach out to them and make sure that they're on the same page and they have stock of the item that you're about to start to market. Mm -hmm. Um, and they do. That's why it's up there. And then you read reviews for sure. I'm big on reading reviews and making sure that other people's experiences are good. But generally speaking, like if you see those things are fine, go with it. You're drop shipping. It's not like you have to buy a thousand of them from that supplier. Just see how business goes. If your customers are pissed off, they are going to reach out to you via email and let you know, hey, and if you're consistently every day making orders and every day there's an issue. Mm. Okay. We fund you guys your money and we're not going to ever talk, do business. Like you find out very quickly in this game if there's a problem. And if you've done your due diligence, then you're not really running into that often. And then as far as how I found the mama bear necklace yeah. or like what made me start to sell it. So typically I was, um, typically what I've noticed in my experience of drop shipping is what sells the best is product products that directly solve a problem. And so if you focus on, products like that, you're going to have the best results in marketing and in business period, whether you're drop shipping, whether you're selling digital products, if you can help somebody solve a problem and alleviate some sort of issue that they're having, you're going to get money from them quicker than if you're just selling something cute or frilly that is just like nice or fun. It's just like, no, that doesn't hit as hard as something that solves a problem. But what also hits hard is something that strikes an emotional chord, something that is nostalgic, something that makes people feel warm and gushy inside, something that's sentimental. So I picked up on that pretty quickly in my journey. And that's what's made me a successful marketer. And so when I saw the mama bear necklace, I immediately knew I could monetize that with my want to be a mom and I didn't have kids at the time but I just knew that like I would be such a proud mom when I did have them I was like oh I'm gonna have mamas in the bag with this one and I did it yep it was great <laughs> okay that's a really a good distinction one something that solves a problem but then two the emotional response that makes a lot of sense um and I love this like you said you didn't even have kids when you picked this but you know, as much as you wanted them and as much as mothers love their children and, and want to show that off, that, that makes a lot of sense. 
We had a quick intermission during our interview, and so if you hear us change topic in the next segment, that's because we finished up what we were talking about, took a little break, and then came back. So if it seems a different path was taken, follow us along. The conversation continues to be great. Continue to listen in. Chelsea shares some amazing stuff in the next segment. No problem. Anytime. Yeah. I love, you know, the journey has been awesome. I really, you know, it's been a great journey. I can't complain, especially being where I'm at looking back. I'm like, nah, like I, I could go through that again. What I can't go through again is everything before the journey began like that before I was awakened and I was on my journey. Cause you know, obviously the whole thing is the journey. Your whole life is the journey. Right. But like, nah, I can't go back to the before awakened journey. Once I knew what was possible for me, even before I ever touched it, like once I just like changed my mindset and I was like, oh my gosh, I've been choosing to be regular schmegular. I've been doing that. Yep. That was, mm-hmm, dang. Like I swear, it just like hit me. I'm like, oh, okay. I see what I did here. I see what I did here. I was a celebrity makeup artist. Like I chose to always play the background. I always chose to let everybody else live. Like I always, but I always wanted the other position. I always wanted to live the life that I have right now, but I did not know how to get there because I was relying on other people to discover me because the field that I was always in was that entertainment field, LA, New York, where people have to notice you to make it. You have to be a singer, an actress, a model, uh, a wife of an athlete, a celebrity. You have to be noticeable. You have to stand out. And after years and years and years of not um, of that never actually equating to success. It might've got attention, might've got the boyfriend, you might've got the bag, the whatever, but if it doesn't equate to it, you're just like, so they didn't notice me. So I didn't get discovered. Like, how am I ever going to get to live that life? I just got to hope and pray because no job is going to do it realistically. Like no job is going to give you that lavish lifestyle if that's what you desire, which I did. I don't think there's any, there's nothing wrong with that, but there, I understand that there's some people that just don't desire lavish. I desire lavish. I was exposed to lavish, lavish as a young child, because I've just always been in that entertainment industry. Like my dad dated like models and like real pretty like video girls. So they always had like the nice nails and earrings and hair and makeup and like everything glamorous. So I knew I needed money. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know how. And that sent me on a chase throughout my journey, my whole journey of doing illegal things, legal things, but just willing to do any and everything because I was chasing, I knew what I was chasing from early luxury. I was chasing a beautiful life and I was really willing to do a lot of things to make it happen. And And so, yeah. And then I found this and I was grateful. And so, yeah, it's just been an amazing journey, um, since really, um, realizing what was possible. Um, it was just like, wow, I never fear. I was just like, I felt at ease, like stepping into entrepreneurship. Like this is where I belong. Like finally something I can control, even though you can't, you can't, right. you can't extend. It's different. It's like, you get out what you put in. You're not going to get it out right away though. And if you're okay, understanding that that's just part of the formula, you'll be okay. It's the people who are used to going to work and doing a job and getting a check those are the ones that F up because they're expecting their time, their little time that they put in to mean something and, and to be supposed to pay off and like give them a check. And it's like, that's not how entrepreneurship works. Nobody's cutting you a check, girl. You got to still, you got to do that for months before you get that check. Like Can I if, tell you're starting, you? if you're by yourself, you know? 
That is so profound how you just put that. Yeah, well, good. That when you are, when you're at a W-2 job, you put in the time and you know you're going to get paid for that time. But when you're an entrepreneur, if you're still operating from that mindset, you think, I've been putting in the time, whether I was building a website for six months that was doing absolutely nothing for me, I'm putting in the time, I should be getting paid. And that's not how it works. That is so good because I think a lot of people I have gotten in that mindset, I've been in that mindset before. I'm I'm doing all this work. Why is there no money coming in? Like you said, if there's no traffic, there's no marketing, there are no customers to buy from this beautiful website. You're not going to make any money. I don't care how much time you put in. Chelsea. Thank you for that. Yeah, no, that's, it's real. It's real. And it does come from having that nine to five and thinking that entrepreneurship is like, you're not entitled over here. You're not entitled to no check. You have to be doing work. You have to be doing the right type of work um, because busy work ain't going to get it either. Like you can finesse that at your job. You can, you can do a whole lot of busy work and act like you're doing something and ride that clock and you'll get a check, you know, you will get a check at the end of the day, but you try that, might you try that stuff on your own time. You're not going to appreciate it because it's not going to pay off. That's right. why you have to genuinely love it. You have to love it. And it's to each their own. I'm not like that with fitness. There's people that l- understand that. I understand it. That's why. Not to say I don't even try, but it's like, I don't love it yet. I don't care. I don't. Mm, it, it doesn't do that to me where it makes me feel like if it made me feel insecure enough, trust me, I would I would go. If it did something to my health, my health is good. So I'm I eat well and I make up for in other ways to where I'm not. It's not a trigger pain. Uh, I'm fat. Uh, I don't I'm not hurt by it. There's so much. Call me broke. Then we'll talk. Right, that, right. I'll, I'll end it all. Broke. Never fat. Baby, listen, fat and rich like what i don't care so if it was a pain point it to get anything done and i don't have that for fitness and that's why i'm not going to go in there and complain and act like it's my trainer's fault or the gym's fault or working out just doesn't work for me no i just don't love it i just know i'm not giving my all i don't even like to break a sweat i don't like the way i feel when i'm sweating so i know i'm not going to push myself to that point i'm not gonna lie like why even start if I know I'm not going to give it my all? <laughs> so I will wait until I'm ready. And I just ask that everybody wait until they're ready to hit me up. Because <laughs> listen, only come if you ready to learn something, right? okay? Y'all hear it's how she's going. Even if it's the free stuff, just come ready to learn. Don't even follow if you're not ready to learn. Because I won't even just... say, don't even come ready to learn. Only come if you're ready to execute. That's what I'm here. <laughs> yeah, that's really exactly what that's... it is. That's if you're here. not making no money, there's no reason to follow me. I say this all the time on social media. I'm like, why are you guys here? Let's just make sure it's for the right reasons, okay? Because <laughs> listen, don't get distracted about nothing. We are here to be productive and to make money. It's a level Period. of our lives at the end of the day, you know? Period. Hey, quick note. I need your help. I am trying to get my Instagram account to my first 1000 followers. If you have not followed me at the connection collaborator on Instagram, do so today. And also I want to get to a thousand subscribers in my first 90 days of the coach up podcast. So if you have not subscribed or you've not shared this podcast with somebody do that now, thank you for your help in growing this audience and sharing the coach up podcast with more people. Okay, so with that, last couple of questions before we get into the before you go quick fire round questions. You transitioned into coaching people on what you do at some point. 
when did you start coaching people and why did you start coaching? And I know moms is your where your heart is, but when did you start and why did you get into that? I started exactly four years ago on the 28th of March, um, was four years ago. And um, I got into it after hitting half a million, made like 515,000, something like that. And I was like, okay, fine, I'm ready. Like, I understand what has made me fail in the past. And I understand what has made me, because, you know, that wasn't off of one store. That was off of many, like, different projects, partnerships learning really getting my feet wet and like adding it all up and it was just like okay I see what went wrong there what went right there I learned a lot and I was like I can I can teach this like I feel adequate enough to teach this I um wanted to have some bumps and bruises to make sure I understood what I was going through or what my clients or my students were going to eventually go through um, so I went through the bad suppliers. I went through the having to, you know, pause my store because I couldn't afford to make my monthly payment. I went through the whole thing. I just had to make sure that that was on point. Um, and so what was I going to say? Um, then you decided to start coaching because you so felt- I started. Yeah, exactly. And I just had to revert back to my promise that I would help people. I knew that. I didn't even know coaching was a real thing. Remember, I was like brand new to the whole thought of mentorship. So I wasn't really savvy to, oh, one day I'm going to do it this way. I just knew that I had made that promise to just be a resource. And then around four years ago is when that kind of started to really heavily emerge mentorship. Maybe it's just because I was searching. I don't know. Because I guess consulting and mentorship has been around for eight, forever, you know, we're, we're, we didn't invent it. But that's when it became aware for me. And so I think it just, be, it, it, I realized like, oh, okay, I, I was going to help regardless, but like I can actually package this up and make this a beautiful thing for them and like make it something that they can actually like really package it up as a course. You know, I didn't know that. So once I realized that that was a thing and then my, my tale, oh my gosh, I remember I didn't even understand it was a business. I'm so slow. Okay. You're like, not. I, you were growing. You don't understand. <laughs> you were growing. It took for my first launch was a $47,000 launch. And it was a $37,000 $37, launch. And I, at that moment realized like, oh, this is a bit, this is a, this is a business here. This is like, I could do this every month. Oh no, oh boy. Oh, we need help. We, we're gonna need, we got a lot, we're gonna have a lot of students. We're gonna have a lot of students. Like it took a minute. It was not even supposed to be that. I was literally just like, hey guys, like I know you guys have been watching me learn about this and posting about this. I kept getting DMs. Of, what are these screenshots? What are you doing? What are you selling? Nobody knew Shopify, no women. I remember it was all guys. Young, my demographic did not see these screenshots. I wasn't following, I was a makeup artist. So the people that were attracted to me were beauty people, entertainers, celebrities. They were like, what are these screenshots with thousands of dollars? What are you, what is this? Are you selling something? What are you, I thought you're a makeup artist, you know? So it attracted a lot of conversation. And so when I just released it, it was just like, hey guys, I want to help in some way. I want to teach you guys something. I'm learning about courses and I want to put something together that's going to be cool for y'all. Do you guys want me to teach you how to do makeup or do you want me to teach you how to make money? Because I'm good at both. And I was a makeup artist. So I just knew I was like trying to keep my promise to God to help people. And I wanted to be able to help them in a way that they would want it. So I was like, do y'all want to learn make? Because a lot of them did. That's what they oh. knew me for. Oh. I was a makeup artist. 
That's what a lot of them wanted. A lot of them didn't know I was even doing the other thing, you know, but once I started like being willing to come out and like, let them know, like, I can actually, if you're interested in learning, I can teach that. It was an overwhelming response for that option. And I was like, oh, dang, I was like fully prepared to transition from being a makeup artist to the makeup teacher. I just, that was the natural way I thought it would go makeup classes, tour, come to your city, do makeup for, you know, but when I got the response that I got of it, them being interested in the money, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. This is cool. Let's figure out how to do that. And so, yeah, our first launch was like great. And I just realized like, wow, this could be a consistent thing. And it, it became a consistent thing. And yeah, it's been awesome. Do you do one every month? It was, huh? You do one every month? Yeah. All day, every day. Like that's like what? Yeah, <laughs> what? Come on, it's just like why not? It's digital. That's the best part about it. It's like now there's no. That's what I'm trying to teach people now. It's like I'm taking people on the same journey that I've taken people on. So I've recently opened up my VIP package because now now that I have the flexibility, the team, the support for my kids. I want to go fly out to my clients and sit with you and create a digital product for you, which is 100% profit versus just the middlemanning aspect with drop shipping. So it's like how I evolved from drop shipping physical products to now creating my own digital product that I monetize the exact same way, but now it's all profit. And I just did it one time and now I can buy, sell it every single day. There's no cap, there's no limit. So it's just like, I want to teach moms how to do that. I want to teach women peer. I want to teach whoever, obviously, but like, you know, I'm really, I know how busy mom's schedules can get. And so I was really like, when I opened this up, I was like, this is going to be so awesome for that stay at home mom or the one that is dreading going back to work and wants to just knock something out in two days. We're going to come knock it out, execute quickly. We're going to talk two times before the meetup. So I have like a full understanding of like what you're good at, what you like, what you're passionate about, what you hate, what you don't want to everything. So we can come up with like the perfect offer for you and your audience. And then I'm going to fly out to you for two days and we're going to actually execute and create it. So by the time we're done, you're going to have your own digital offer and like build your personal brand. And now I'm going to give you my same strategy that I've used to grow from scratch. So it's like, you cannot fail. Once you have something created that represents you and you're happy and excited about it, that's when you start being excited about your alarm clock going off again. That's when you're like, oh no, I have a purpose. I'm waking up to 10 DMs of people saying, hey, can you teach me how you did that with your liner? Hey, can you teach me how you grew your tree so fast? Hey, can you teach me how you part your hair on the side? Like, yes, you feel important. You feel needed. Like you can't sleep in like these people yeah. need you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like now it's like, oh my God, I have so much to do. Like at all times I'm like, what y'all need? Everybody good? It's like, there's a lot of, there are a lot of people checking for your girl. Boy, I've been gone for a few days. They're like, send them, send everybody. Where is she? I'm like, guys, I'm here. I'm in the bathroom. Just in the bathroom. <laughs> first time first time taking a shower in a year i'm just in the shower i know i know you're not used to that but i'll be back i'm back i'm back i'm, I'm with you that is so good and your obedience to the promise that you made god is also oh, yeah. you've been blessed so much and so okay um uh, there was a question i was going to ask before we get to this it'll come back to me oh you were talking about the vip which is amazing 
Um, but you also have a masterclass coming up on the 26th of April. So before we get to the quick fire questions to wrap up, tell us about that. Yes. If you, you should DM me on Instagram, the word exclusive, and I'll be able to send anyone the link who wants to register for it, but it's 19 bucks. I kept it nice and affordable so that there's no excuses, no issues. But when you come, we're going to like, I'm really going to detail what drop shipping is for those who are still like, I just need a vision. I need to understand like, how, where are you getting these products? How are you finding them? What makes the winning product? Like, how do I find these back-to-back winning products? You don't just want one. You want back-to-back winning products to just keep money coming in forever. So there's strategy behind all those things. And I want to really be able to have the time to like talk face-to-face with these people who are curious and really want to learn. So this webinar, I, I'm excited. Initially, I opened it up for friends and family of just my team members. It was supposed to be like an internal thing to just get put my people on. Like, why are your friends and family not doing this, you guys? Like, how y'all work for me and your friends and family don't do this? Where's everybody at? Tell, tell everybody come over. Y'all, yeah, like, we're, what are we doing? Like, it stresses me stresses me out it truly stresses me out I'm like your sister does what she dealt with what he did what to her tell her come over right now I gotta talk to her like I can't handle people working harder than needed so I did this internally and then of course because I'm so passionate about that I'm like all right let's just open it up let's just open it up this was supposed to be for like 10 family members of my assistant like a month ago and I'm like you know what let's just generalize it take your name out of it I'm just invite everybody and their mom and their mom and dad. (laughs) So that's what it is now. And it's something that I try to do just to help expose people who are serious about this or are serious about investing in themselves and learning. It could have been free. I purposely don't want it to be free because I want only people who are like, you know, I'm willing to pay for information. I know it's going to be valuable. You've already done your research. You already know who I am. You already know what I accomplished. You already know you want it. You want this. You just need a little bit more broken down for you. So that's what this training is about. And you're going to get great resources, great information. I'm really looking forward to, I look, it, they're exciting for me because it allows me to connect again and do Q and A again. Now that time, now that I'm so much busier though, that one-on-one interaction is really reserved for my clients, like my mentees, my VIPs. So I don't do so much. I still try to go live and do that often, but to be able to do a private class, I'm not doing those anymore. So these webinars are special to me because it allows me to really like connect again and do live Q and A's. And that's dope. So yeah, if anybody's interested in that, DM me the word exclusive and my Instagram on, uh, well, my Instagram on Instagram obviously is at learn with Chelsea. Perfect. Okay. (laughs) Chelsea, I have just a few questions before we go. Are you ready? Okay. Number one tool you would not do business without right now. Or Instagram. Yeah. Say it again. Instagram and TikTok. Instagram and TikTok. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. This may be a question. I feel like you know your business, even though you have a team. I know you know your business. What tool do you use to collect payments from your clients? Oh, Stripe, Shopify payments, PayPal. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. I didn't even think PayPal would be in there. That's cool. PayPal, my OG. Everybody hates on PayPal. I love PayPal. They've never done me wrong. And I win every dispute. Play with me. Okay. Okay. So we stay loyal. I like it. Um, Okay. So I want to answer this question for you, but do you have a virtual assistant or an assistant you'd recommend? Because I've interacted with Steph and she's great. 
Steph's my love boy. I love Steph. I'll give my, I'll give anything for Steph. No, I don't have um, a virtual assistant anymore. I used to have a few over the years. Um, I actually let my last one go at the end of like 2022, just because we kind of no longer needed anybody virtual. We kind of all needed it in house and like, I needed to just be able to connect in more real time and just evolved into that. But for years, like the majority of my business was definitely spent with VAs. Oh, okay. And yeah. just so y'all know, her team is amazing because her assistant that worked with me, amazing. Okay. What has been the most effective method for you in finding and securing clients or customers? Um, To be honest, I'm an ads girl, but ads only convert the way they do because of organic efforts. Um when it comes to your personal brand, if you're talking about drop shipping, that's a little bit different, but when it comes to your personal brand and coaching and people needing to buy into you because of who you are, they need to make sure that they can work with you. They can learn from you. They can process and comprehend you. What if you have an accent? What if you talk too fast? There's like a lot of different things. So showing up and being transparent, um, is really helpful. You know, when people see who you really are and yeah. Yeah. You actually answered a question I didn't get to that I had written down because I wanted to ask you your thought process on you're an ad, you are a proponent of doing ads, but a lot of people say grow store grow organically and you don't necessarily need ads, but you just married the two beautifully. And so- yeah, I base all my ads off of my organic efforts and what performs organically. I don't just guess things. I don't, and I definitely don't put my money, I don't just shoot my money out there either. So I base all of my paid efforts off of what worked organically. And in order to do it that way, you have to be willing to produce enough organically so that you can have data to assess. If you post once a week, oh my God, like what the heck? We're going to be waiting weeks to compare stuff. So sure. you got to put as much as possible in a day, like quickly so that you can see like what hits the hardest. Oh, that's what they like, you know? Oh, so diff post different content. Like I'll post a lot of different content just to test and see like, oh, y'all like the single mom stuff. Y'all like the wife stuff. Y'all like the married life, stay at home, soft life now. Like, oh, y'all like submissive talk. Like let's try it all and see what hits the hardest and what, and then I'm going to give you more of that. You know, there's really no guesswork behind it. There's like testing. You're just testing. You're willing to test and then assess the data and then optimize according to that. So organic efforts um, definitely assist with your paid efforts. Um, it, it'll make it cheaper for you if you are also putting in the work um, organically. You know what I mean? It'll make it, your ads convert better when, you know, the person who finds you from an ad goes on social media and sees, oh, you, you posted more than once a month. Like that's not a good feeling to see you from an ad. But then when I go to your active platform, I see a bunch of questions and comments and, or like nobody getting support. It's like, oh, I'm going to pass on him. But if you have a presence and you're showing people like, this is my personal brand, like organically, I'm showing up for free. I'm showing up. I'm on live. You see, I'm a real person. You're getting to know my personality. You're reading how I talk and how I communicate. Like at, in coaching, that's major, you know? Yeah. 
No, that's good. So that makes I think sense. That's what me a lot, like the most, is like building that rapport with my clientele. You know, like being someone who is active on social media, whether it's me or my team or both, because it is. It's just like you're gonna get that attention when you need it. We're not gonna say we run a business, but you're sitting in our DM for 24 hours. You're not even gonna be in there for an hour. You're not even gonna be in there for five minutes, probably. Like that's you're good. gonna be. We're going to, we're responsive, like, and we have systems and automations to make sure you're not waiting because why you're ready to give me money for something I've created to help your life. Why would I want to keep you waiting? Mm. That, how, what kind of, how can I grow and scale my business effectively and quickly if I'm leaving potential sales sitting, waiting for me to send them a link? No, Mm-mm. no, not going to be waiting on me. So we show up and we show out. We're a business. It's like we decided to get into business to help people and to like do it. And it's like, if you know what needs to be done, you have to do it. Whether it's you doing it or getting someone or a system to do it, you know what has to be done. It's the same thing for me as it is for you, as it is for anybody else. It's like, we all could structure things a little bit differently, but I'm saying it's like the end goal is the end goal. So what do we have to do to get that to happen? You know what I mean? And not being consistent about responding to your DMs, not being consistent about comment or commenting back to questions or comments. Why are you not building a rapport with them? They like you. They just commented. Why are you not talking to them? But then complaining, crying that you're not growing your following. It's not about growing your following. You have a few followers. Why aren't you talking to those people? Why aren't you seeing what they need from you? Why do they follow you? You only have 200 followers. They are loyal as hell. If I, I don't even, you know, there's got to be something about you. If I see, come across a page today with 200 followers, I'm like, why do you only have 200 followers? I'm going to assume like, mm, you're not doing nothing extravagant enough for me to follow you. So if that's my logic on top, I know that's other people's logic. So make sure you're being strategic with what you're doing on social media. Those 200 people, they're following you for a reason. So be grateful for them and figure out, hey, how can I serve all 200 of you? Like, what is it that y'all follow me for? Are y'all just some OGs? Y'all follow me because you went to high school together? If so, what 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 impression did I leave in high school? Like, what is it that you like about me? So I could give y'all more of that and charge you for it. Because <laughs> y'all not just gonna sit here for free. Like, what are we talking about? What y'all here for? There's something There's they something. want. So just find out, talk to them, but don't be so focused on the number that you ignore those loyal people that were with you. From, with, they, you didn't even need nothing and they was rocking with you. You didn't need millions of followers. They was with you at 200. So they like you for something. Now, if it's all friends and family, that's, you know, different. They don't have to necessarily support you. They're not going to most times. So in that case, you do want to focus on putting yourself out there to attract your tribe. And organic efforts will really help that. You don't have to spend money to show up and talk about something that you love or you're passionate about, you know? And that's why when you decide to personally brand yourself, you have to make sure that you are passionate about that topic because it's going to require you talking to yourself for a little bit until you get the word out there enough for people to be like, oh, that's the girl that's always talking about finance. Oh, that's the girl that's always talking about gardening. Oh, that's the girl. We don't know that. And so you become that girl who's mm. always doing that thing. That's <laughs> so good. You get it? talking to nobody for a little bit but it's only going to last for so long before some people start to share it and then they're like oh yeah she's talking about that thing again oh this is the girl that yeah that's me it just takes some time to like become familiar you know that's good just show up okay last question book or podcast that you absolutely recommend is a must to consume 
Um, okay. So I'm not going to lie. It's been literally probably 20 years before I've read a book cover to cover or listened to one cover to cover, okay. but I could, I could tell you a whole slew of them that I know are good and that I've started and they're good, but I'd rather just keep it real. I'm a podcast person and not even actually, I learned the difference. I'm not, a, I'm a YouTube person. Okay. I learned the difference this week. Okay. 35 years old. I just learned they're different. So I'm not a podcast person because I, I have the app. I don't use the app. I don't subscribe to podcasts. I watch podcasts on YouTube. So sure. my absolute favorite game-changing podcast is David Shan's um, Sleep is for Suckers. Social Proof. Social Proof podcast. Absolutely. Yes. I was going to say also Donnie Wiggins for starting her new transparency. That's my... I love how transparent she is. And being transparent is just... I've been craving it, talking about it, begging manifesting transparency because I'm like when I talk to people they just act like oh my, I'm the realest thing they've seen in so long and I'm just like what around here this is all everybody get from me like it's just crazy to me that people aren't real and like willing to talk about stuff and like everybody's so scared of looking a certain way and that to me is like so funny because like I've never cared about that like I never cared it was always about like me on me me caring about me reaching a certain level so I just love that she started the transparency podcast and every episode I've seen so far I'm just like yes yes that's so relatable so transparent it's so real you know so I appreciate it a lot but yeah those are my favorite so Donnie Wiggins is actually how I found you are you kidding me? No, I love how oh. God does that. Yes, because I I am part of Dave's, so I'm gonna give him a plug here, which he well deserves. I'm part of his morning meetup, um, and so I I've been listening to Social Proof for a couple of years, and then joined the morning meetup, um, and then obviously found Donnie because she's part of the podcast, and so she was I was going through her. Who does who does she follow? That's literally how I found you. So I just so, love how stuff that's, comes full circle. That's amazing. I think that's so freaking amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, that's amazing. I don't know either one of them in real life, but we have like so many mutual friends. It's insane. And um, yeah, I mean, we follow each other. We comment, we show love and support. And I think that what they do is freaking amazing. And yeah, I just, I've learned, you know, um, it's, it's not even about like so much what I've learned. I've just gotten, it's such a refreshing thing to hear people discussing things in a way that like you really can relate to. And maybe it's just because some of the other um, things that I used to listen to a lot of um, Steve Harvey, just different positive things. It was coming from like an older generation and just someone who had so much more than me and someone who I was just like looking at like an Oprah, like it's just like, you just gonna listen. You just listening. You know what I mean? Like you're just like, yeah, sure. Whatever you're saying, yeah, that's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to, you know. But when you're listening to people who are like in your same um, de demographic age range, like they're new parents, I'm new parents. It's like we're all in this. We're doing this together. And hearing them talk about the things that you were just talking about with your team, like literally the same day, you're like, you see, I, I told y'all they're five year. I told y'all, Doctor G, what Donnie just said. Like I told y'all, y'all playing with me. Like I. <laughs> I literally, that's a sign, you know, I'll be, I, it happens all of different things. And I'm like, I knew I wasn't tripping. So more than like learning different things, which I always find value in all of it, but it's like success leaves clues. And none of this is by mistake. Everything that every successful person that they've had on there 
we do things so similar, like a lot of different industries where I don't know, I'm like, whoa, that's left field. I don't know nothing that's going on over there. But a lot of the people that they do talk to are people that are in the same social media industry. And it's so dope to be like, oh, there's no, there's no, of course, that's why you're successful. And that's why I'm successful because we are doing the same things, the same ways, the way your logic, your mindset, I have that exact, like I'm I'm finishing sentences. I'm like, do we have the same book or I so I know it's not that it's like, do we listen to the same book? Like, what is it? How do you know that if I know that? And we, we're we both doing it and we're both doing it with success. So, wow, that strategy obviously is a real thing. It's really a real thing. A lot of these things sound cliche, but it's like, wow, when you realize that it's it's a formula and we've people have picked it up from different mentors, different books, classes, YouTube, whatever it is, and we're only recycling what worked. And so it's not like a, yeah, you know, it's just, it's a breath of fresh air to see that like, these are real things working for real people who apply them. And even if it is just the 1%, it is what it is. It's like, we're the ones, 1% that are freaking trying it and doing it and willing to experiment and test. And as you can see, it's all everybody is doing. Everybody's just putting themselves out there and testing, yeah. you know, and yeah. you do better. As you test, you do better. Like, look at Donnie, look at, she, they started together with one. They put it out there, put it out there. They got all their data, all their experience, all their knowledge, all their expertise. And now, boom, she can execute this and do this a million times with her podcast, with she can now help other. It's just like an endless cycle. But if you refuse to ever start from scratch and put yourself out there, you'll always be that person looking to learn from other people and never being that person on the other end of it, you know? Okay. That's just a powerful way to end that. Because people should learn from you because you have put in the work and you have executed what you learned. You spent the time to learn it. You invested, so important, in the mentor to learn. And now you are giving back to help others learn. And so, Chelsea, tell people how they can find you, how they can connect with you. Yes. So follow me on social media. It's learn with Chelsea, C-H-E-L-S-E-A. And I look forward to connecting with all of you. I hope you all follow. I hope if, um, if drop shipping is something that you're curious about, you can DM me the word exclusive so I could send you that private invitation link. And yeah, what else? Um, Learn with Chelsea is pretty much on all platforms that way. So you can follow me from TikTok to YouTube to Instagram to everywhere. We're everywhere. And um, I look forward to connecting with all of you everywhere. And thank awesome. you so much for having me. This has this been awesome. After listening to that interview with Chelsea, if you are not inspired, re-inspired, recommitted to your business, your dreams, the decisions, the goals that you've set for yourself, the vision you have for your family. I don't know what to tell you. That was an amazing interview with Chelsea. She dropped so much knowledge specifically about her business, but also specifically about what it takes in order to achieve success in any business. And so I hope you go back and re-listen. I hope you share this episode with friends, with family, with fellow business owners that you know, fellow coaches who are building their business because Chelsea truly dropped the game for us. So make sure you follow her Make sure you plug into her. Make sure you are plugged into a mentor such as her who is not only going to inspire you and hold you accountable to doing the work with the expectation that if you say you want something, you are committed to do the work to get it, but who will also break it down as she did the steps that you need in order to be successful. 
I hope this episode of the Coach Up Podcast has been as inspirational, educational, and motivational for you as it has been for me. We will see you on the next episode of the Coach Up Podcast. It just keeps getting better. So be sure to share and subscribe. I'll see you on the next episode.